Welcome to C3 Balkanen. You're about to hear a message from James Manning. I love that we can get together in our groups. We need to actually be with people to, to actually walk this out. And I love that you guys put that into practice in your group. Um, Tilly, what, uh, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, so um, when I first moved to Australia, actually, now like over 10 years ago, that's gone real quick, um, I was looking for a church, and so I went church shopping for a bit, if I'm honest, who hasn't done that here, um, yeah. and <laughs> if we're being honest, but um, I guess I, I kind of, and I, and I grew up in a Christian home and all of that, but I treated it as, had a bit, as a sort of an optional thing almost. It was busy, uni and all kinds of things. And, um, but I still read the Bible and prayed and I thought, you know what, I'm growing because yeah. I read the Bible and I pray and I go to church every now and then. But I, I look back on that now after yeah. I joined a connect group and I mm. came to C3 and sort of really got into this community. And yeah. I wonder if I really grew, grew in that time because... You might be reading the Bible and, you know, reading about forgiveness or unconditional love, but you only get to translate that and act that out and learn yep. how to model that off other people's behaviors Absolutely. if you're in a yeah. group, right? Yep. So, like, I really look back on that time and go, it's great that I had a lot of head knowledge of reading things, yep. um, but I don't know if I actually grew when I reflect yeah. on that time yeah, wow. compared to yep. now when I actually have to test what forgiveness is like yeah, that's right. yeah. <laughs> or, you know, what unconditional <laughs> love is like so yeah. I think in order to grow it is a must for us to yeah. to be in a group and and learn yeah. from each other and in part as well yeah, so absolutely. yeah 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 and yeah it comes back to the idea that theology is lived you know, our, s- our yeah. Sunday messages and our corporate worship is great but there's no question and answer time there's no time to discuss it there's no time to put into practice the things yeah. that we are taught so yeah. we need to have that connection through the week not just on a Sunday yeah. um, but through the week and with other people um, Pascal what are your thoughts Yes. So um, I think one of the things to understand is whilst our uh, walk in Christ, the relationship you have with Christ is a personal one. But the actual walk is as part of a community. And in fact, it's important for that to happen because that will help your personal walk with Christ. And um, we were talking earlier in our Connect group, we've seen how being part of a Connect group has helped our group members and some of them just encouraging one another unto good works. We've yeah. seen quite a lot of people offering their homes. You know, you can come to my house and have a connect group. So, for example, whilst we lead a connect group, we don't host it. Somebody else does the hosting. And it all came from them actually saying, look, uh, it's easier for us to have connect group at my place because we can pick up kids and, you know, transport kids from... Uh, from youth. So, and we've seen people volunteering and saying, look, um, how about we arrange an end of year event, for example, and they say, look, we're gonna if we plan everything, and this was not us planning. So it's kind of like an opportunity where people are being, we are encouraging one another yeah. to do good works. Yeah, and spiritually, yeah. as we do that, we grow yeah. as well. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. You, you were also talking to me during the week about how your, your dad was blessed as well when he, he spent quite a bit of time here, didn't he? Yes, he yes. That. Yeah. And, and that was yeah. really important. My yeah. dad coming from a completely different culture to, to this culture. And, yeah. uh, one thing that he observed was, wow, these are awesome people. 
uh, and these people are welcoming. Yeah. And he actually connected with almost everyone in the Connect group. Uh, just before he left, one of the members in the group said, uh, look, we want to prepare a dinner for your dad and invite the whole Connect group. And we'll prepare all the food, just bring drinks. That was all. And to me, that was such an encouragement. And for him, it was also a big encouragement, something he talks about even to this day. You know, so great things do happen yeah. when we come together yeah. as a connect group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I lo- yeah, I love that idea of inclusiveness. And that it's that open invitation. It's not, it's not a, a closed invitation where it's it's exclusive, but we're inclusive. And I think that's demonstrated so well. And you, you talked about you know finishing the year really well um, over Christmas and that sort of thing. And I, and yeah, I love that. Yeah, that. that was awesome. Yeah, uh, yeah. We did a, yeah. a secret Santa, yeah. which <laughs> didn't go so well because I didn't get what I wanted. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. but it was an awesome yeah. event coming together yes. and bonding as a, as a, as a, yeah. a, a house group uh, or a Connect group. Yeah, yeah. fantastic, fantastic. Hey, um, for uh, our Connect leaders, um, Chantel, we'll start with you. Um, I just, just want to know what's your heart for your, your connect group? What's your heart for the people? Because we'd love to know that sort of stuff. And, you know, um, you know, yeah, join a group. It'll be great. But what's what's your heart? Tell us about that. Yeah. Uh, for people to find a place where they yeah. can connect. Yeah. Where they can feel cared mm. for. Yeah. Um, where they can feel a part of things. Yeah. Um, like they fit in. Yeah. Um, somewhere where they can mm. grow spiritually. Yeah. Um, and where they... Mm. Um, feel comfortable to mm. come and talk yep. if they're not in a good place. Yeah, great. Or if they're just like, hey, I just need someone to watch my kids yep. for two hours. <laughs> you know, just that sort of practical yeah. life things where yeah. we can just help each other out. So that's yep. I think that's really our heart is just to yep. be there for each other yep. and for people to grow. Yeah, fantastic. And uh, Tilly, we'll get to you in, a, in just one second. But Pascal, what's, tell us your heart. What's, what's your burden for your my, my heart is yeah. just uh, continuing to connect. Yep. come together, yep. particularly as families. Yep. Uh, it, it is important that we are there for one another. Mm. Um, and in a, a Connect Group setting in particular, that is great. As we yep. share ideas on how we can better raise our children mm. in a godly way um, and uh, how we can uh, help support our kids, which is something in our Connect Group which has been awesome because um, I, and I'll, I'll share this. When one of one time uh, when we picked up our kids and they, they came to Connect Group with yeah. they just not finished Connect Group, and one of the one of our group members said, "How about we invite the kids to come and pray for us?" And wow. uh, and yeah, the kids were actually happy to do that, and they <laughs> came and they blessed us. Wow. So to me, that was such an awesome thing that yep. you know our kids can come yep. and also pray with us, yep. which is uh, a great thing that yeah. we can pass on to yeah. them. That's a yeah. powerful thing because God is a generational God, right? And and we set the example for them. And I'm, I'm so glad that you include them in that. That's um, that's a really powerful thing. Um, Tilly, uh, we talked about um, some stories that you have about um, some encouraging things that have happened in your group. And you said, uh, you said there's too many examples to share. Um, and you also said there's nothing too big or too small to pray for. Um, you have a... a a WhatsApp thread, is that right? Yeah, you, yeah, we do. Um, we have a, um, yeah, we do have a WhatsApp group, yep. and um, whether you made it to connect or church that week, it doesn't matter because mm. sometimes life happens. But we all just stay connected all the time, and yep. we're all traveling for work and things. Mm. But you know, when people text the group, either they're sharing 
something we're all celebrating together or something we're praying for. And, you know, that could be everything, like I'm going in for my exams this week or um, there's just a thing I'm really nervous about. It doesn't mm. matter what it is. Yeah. People just feel comfortable, I think, posting on yeah. there. And, um, you know, we pray for healing and, and jobs and career things mm. and relationships and a whole bunch of things that yeah. we've prayed for over the years that, you know, we get to celebrate the outcome of that. Yeah. But um, I was saying to James recently, a couple of our friends in the Connect group um, went to the south coast over Christmas holidays mm. and um, the fires really flared up at that time and they yeah. had to evacuate. And it was really scary and we were all in different parts of the world on holidays, but they text the group and everyone was just praying till they got home safely and God brought them home safely. Yeah. But, you know, you know when you text the group that people aren't just saying, sure, yeah, I'll pray for you. They're mm. actually you know, digging deep and, you know, yeah. there's like an army of people supporting you yeah, in absolutely. prayer when yeah. you do that. And it's yeah. um, it's really great because then it's not just what I want. I'm also burdened for what others' absolutely. needs are in that process. And yeah. somehow it, it's a really great feeling not just to yeah. pray for your things, your shopping list, but mm. to really sort of, you know, intercede for other people yeah, as absolutely. well. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's fantastic. Thank you so much uh, for sharing those thoughts. Um, Chantel, you were kind of talking about... Um, uh, some stories in your group, um, but you're talking about this idea of people praying with each other and sharing their hearts. Um, do you want to share some thoughts around that? Yeah, yeah I think um, we obviously all have stories yeah. about what happens in our groups, yeah. but um, I can think of two particular things. Mm. Um, we have a lot of campers in yeah. our group, so and yeah. we'll go and do camping together for Campfire weekends. Connect, and that. come on. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah. we've actually had camping weekends where we find ourselves having communion together and we'll get out the guitar and um, have like praise and worship and that sort of thing and breaking bread around a fire like it's amazing um so those those are some of the things that we really value and that that we do as a group and um some of the other things in with like praying together and that sort of thing is um people having words for each other and just yep. sharing that within within yeah. the small group and yep. it's just really encouraging um, yeah, wow. one another yeah yeah that's brilliant i love i love that um it's now going to be called campfire connect so that's going to catch um i love that because i've always read acts chapter two where they gather together daily and they encourage each other and they pray with each other and they devoted themselves to prayer and they devoted themselves uh, to worship and together and, and that is the picture really of of just being a Christian, like just making it normal to do those sorts of things, to pray together, to worship together, um, to encourage each other, and yeah. I, I love that. I love and I that. think yeah. that's really what it mm. is, it's about doing life together. Yeah, yeah. So just all of those moments that yeah. connect together. Yeah, brilliant. Now, we've got about a minute left, so we might finish off and um, I'll put you on the spot. Give us, give us, Pascal, give us one thing that you would encourage people who aren't yet in the group and are considering doing that, one thing that you would say to them. I'll just say go for it. Yeah. It's, a <laughs> it's, it's an awesome thing yeah. to do. And I know it's scary at start, yeah. uh, you know, because it's like yeah. meeting new people. Yeah. It's an effort. But guess what? The effort is worth yeah. everything. Yeah. So just give it a go. And uh, you don't know what it, you know, you could join the camping group. <laughs> and I hope Ben and Susie are listening. There's a worship team right there. <laughs> so... <laughs> Look, I think um, if you people are really friendly in this church and in connect groups, right? So if you're worried about, mm. you know, 
just turning up and feeling awkward, I can guarantee you that's not going to happen. Mm. There'll be someone who walks up to you and chats with you and gets you a coffee. And if you find an unfriendly person in a connect group, I will buy you a coffee because that means I was wrong. But <laughs> just, you know, challenge accepted. Like, go for it. So, Everyone has to yeah. be on their best behaviour now. Yeah. <laughs> Please be friendly. <laughs> no, seriously, you're not going to find anyone who's not um, friendly. I can guarantee you that. So Wonderful. Fantastic. Chantel. Take the plunge. Yeah, um, that's great. Just make the decision in your own head because if you don't decide before, you'll mm. never do it. Yep. Um, so make the decision, mm. find a group, give it a go. If that yeah. group is not the right fit for you, try yep. another one. Yeah, you great. will find something where you fit. Yeah. And um, yeah, just don't sit back and not get involved because mm. of fear. Push it aside, yeah. make your decision Come and on. go for it. Awesome, fantastic. Thank you so much, Connect people. We love you. Some great stuff there. Wonderful. I might invite the, the worship team up to help me finish this last week. That, that was some great stuff. Who enjoyed that interview? There's some really gold stuff in there. I'd encourage you to go back and listen to it as well. Uh, listen to the, the nine o'clock one as well. That had some great stuff in there as well. Um, you know, I loved I loved what Tilly talked about with this idea of growing pains because um, it's not always um, stars and butterflies, right? Sometimes we do life tough and sometimes we... We find ourselves in moments where, where we're not quite at where we want to be. We're not quite as strong as we, we think that we need to be. We find ourselves in moments of weaknesses. And it's really, you know, those times when we're in our groups, when we're around other people, um, that there's a safe place to, to be that. There's a safe place to be vulnerable. And other people's strength are the things that are going to get us through. Because if we try and do these things then on our own and kind of pull back from community, pull back from fellowship. That's when things get hard for us. That's when we're doing things in our own strength. I talked before about Proverbs 27, 17, as iron sharpens iron, so one friend sharpens another. We need to have friction in our lives. We need to have uh, people around us who uh, we, we are open with, who we are vulnerable with, uh, where we can cause a bit of friction sometimes uh, and grow out of it. You know, for us as leaders of church with Pastor Nick and Melissa and uh, the other pastors as well and the other leaders and connect leaders. There's no more important ministry for us than to, to get people connected into community, get people growing spiritually, growing spiritually. That's our aim. We want people to grow. We don't want people to kind of stay stagnant and go, okay, I've given my heart to Christ now. Now what next? The next is to grow. The next is to go from strength to strength and from glory to glory in Christ. And I want you to walk away today with this one thought, if you don't take away anything else, I want you to take away this one thought, and we see it in Acts chapter 2, verse 42, how the uh, disciples devoted themselves to teaching and fellowship. I want, you, I want you to think about being a devoted disciple. What does that look like in your world? What is that idea of having a devotedness to the things of God look like for you? Are you doing that well? I think sometimes we need to take a, an audit of our lives and go, hey, where, you know, where are, who are the people in our world that are encouraging us? Who are the people that we need to encourage? Do we need to push in more? Do we need to push our side, our fears and our complacencies and our unfamiliarities and just, just take the plunge? Devote yourself to the teaching of the Word of God. Devote yourself to fellowship. Fellowship is... 
um, is such a, in the Bible, the way it's defined is such a, it's defined in such a rich way. And it has this idea in it that's this giftedness. It's this giftedness where the, the proof of our fellowship is that we are jointly contributing or jointly gifting ourselves to other people's growth. We're gifting ourselves to the growth and the encouragement and the building up of others. And there are so many advantages to doing life together with other people. There's, uh, there's a, in Ecclesiastes 4, verse 7 to 12, it talks about the advantages of companionship. And it says that, I, do, I observed yet another example of something meaningless under the sun. Under the sun. This is the case of a man who is all alone. Two people are better than one, for they can help each other succeed. If one falls, the other can reach out and help. And someone who falls alone is in real trouble. A person standing alone can be attacked, can be defeated, but two can stand back to back and conquer. And then it goes on to say, three are even better, for a triple braided cord is not easily broken. The reality is that community is what we're called into. I talked earlier on about an invitation. Christ has given us an invitation. He's given us an incredible opportunity to step into something so grand and so wonderful that we just can't even really conceive of, of the this story of God that He's painting in history. Because it's not just about here and now, it's about generations to come. It's about all of community being united under Christ. We are called as Christians to dive in jump in, to get alongside other people, to love them, even in our times where we're not feeling the best. You know, in Colossians 4 verse 12, uh, Paul's talking to the church there and he talks about this guy named Epaphras and he says, Epaphras, a member of your own fellowship and a servant of Christ Jesus, sends you his greetings. He is always praying for you earnestly. Asking God to make you strong and perfect, fully confident that you are following the whole will of God. When's the last time we prayed earnestly for someone? When's the last time we did that? When's the last time we put aside our own fears, our own failures, our own weakness, and earnestly prayed for the people in our world? That's what fellowship is. It's pushing yourself into people's world and saying, no, I'm standing with you no matter what the situation, no matter what the circumstance is. Community actually requires something of us. It requires more time and commitment and energy than coming on a Sunday and hearing a great word. But you know, sometimes we're not at our best and that's, that's really the time when the strength of a, of a community, the strength of a group actually shows itself. And I actually want to finish with this passage from Romans chapter 15 and it really paints a powerful picture of what it means to enter into this life of fellowship, to accept the invitation and say, yeah, I'm going to dive in. And it's this beautiful example of Jesus. And Paul says in Romans 15, verse 1 to 6, it's from the message translation. He said, those of us who are strong and able in faith need to step in and lend a hand to those who falter, but not just do what is most convenient for us, Strength is for service, not for status. Strength is for service, not for status. Each one of us needs to look after the good of the people around us 
asking ourselves, how can I help? How can I help? And he goes on in verse 3 to say, that's exactly what Jesus did. He didn't make it easy for himself by avoiding other people's troubles, but waded right in and helped out. It says, I took on the troubles of the trouble, is the way Scripture puts it. Even if it was written in Scripture long ago, you can be sure it is written for us. God wants the combination of his steady, constant calling and warm personal counsel in Scripture to come and characterize us, keeping us alert for whatever he will do next. May our dependably steady and warmly personal God develop maturity in you so that you can get along with each other as well as Jesus gets along with us. And this is, I love this last section that frames it up so well. It says, Then we'll be a choir, not our voices only, but our very lives singing in harmony in the stunning anthem to God and Father. The God and Father of our Master, Jesus Christ. What an incredible picture of community. What an incredible invitation that we have to step into this. Why don't you guys stand up to your feet for a moment before we close. Christ has invited us into something so unique and special. I've said that a number of times, but I want you to understand that this is no small opportunity. God created us for relationship. He created us for partnership. He created us not to do life alone, not to pray alone, not to read the Bible alone, but to come together and to love each other and to encourage each other. And it's reflected in who God is within Himself. There's a relationship that's between the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit that overflows into our lives. We are created in God's image, the Bible says. We are relational beings. We are not called to walk through this life alone. There's so many barriers that prevent us from getting connected into the things of God. And I just want to encourage you today to, to ask yourself, what are those barriers? If that's, you know, if, if God is speaking to you in this moment, ask yourself, what are those barriers? What are the things that are holding me back? What are the things that are stopping me from wading into other people's worlds, push, pushing aside all the fears and anxieties and just stepping into it. Thanks for listening to our latest Sunday message. If you would like to find out more about our church, visit www.c3belconnen.org.au.